into the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having a blessed day today. And Dad and I are going to address something here quickly. And this is this is becoming a little bit of a issue as we're starting to see all across the alternative media board. There's a lot of things that are coming out that simply really need to be looked at and verified and whether or not people actually are talking about facts, they're talking about research, they're talking about articles that they can vet, or if they're simply just spreading fake news. And the reason why this is so important, and this is why if you guys always notice, I try my very hardest to A, make sure the topics and the articles and the research studies that I bring to you, I try to do my very best to make sure they're all as accurate as possible. And if something is my opinion, I say, this is what I think about this, I always try to say that. This is my opinion. This is my stance on it. So, And then I always encourage everybody as well. I encourage all my listeners, all my friends, all my family, do your own research. You hear me say that all the time. Do your own research. Go figure it out on your own if you need to as well. Don't just listen to me or just listen to Dad. If you something you question, go research it. And look at it. And I'm sure you, majority of the time, if you do it, if you research something I've talked about or Dad's talked about, there's going to be facts to it. Because what we're seeing now is a very, very big issue coming about where alternative media is spreading a lot of disinformation, and we don't know who's actually with us or who's actually basically coming out of the woodwork now as disinformation individuals. So I thought I would address that. What do you think about it, Dad? I know you need to uh, touch base on it as well. Okay, well, number one, good morning, everybody. I hope everybody had a blessed weekend. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to laugh for a second with you guys. I was deluged with texts and emails, and so was Austin. <laughs> that we ran a show on Friday that was a tape. And uh, I just want you guys to know that we knew we did that. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. You guys are so funny. It wasn't a mistake. We did it on purpose. We had a schedule conflict, plus I just needed a break. And we had done a show about a year ago that basically was talking about Christians and Zionism and a bunch of other stuff. And we had never played it as a rebroadcast. And I thought, I'm going to go ahead and play this because everybody will know it's a tape. And I guess I should have said it's a tape on the on the description. This <laughs> is just a rebroadcast. I won't make that mistake again if I do another show that's not generic, that has topical topics. But I told you guys on that tape, I listened to the whole thing before I played it. I said that basically Donald Trump was about to be getting impeached and that it wasn't going to go anywhere. He wasn't going to be impeached as far as you know being taken out of office. I mean, so everything I told you was going to happen happened as the way we told you it was in advance and now we look back on that tape that was about a year ago so just let you guys know that yes we we knew it was a tape thank you i think that you guys deluged me and austin with emails and texts you know what you know what i like about this though it means that you guys are listening i mean i really do that i really i'm being sincere right now i really like the fact that you guys are listening to us and like oh they played a tape so just in case you thought that maybe the archives got messed up and we played a tape you guys let us know so every once in a while, I want, you to, I want you to know, it doesn't happen very often. It happens a few times a year. We're going to play a tape because we have a scheduling conflict or we just need a break. And quite frankly, this stuff's been so negative, it's been really hard to deal with. Now, the QAnon stuff has gotten to the point of insanity now. 
I just want you to know this. This, this that is a complete and total CIA psychop run through Citicor. We completely divulged all of that stuff six months ago. In addition to that, COINTELPRO, counterintelligence program that was developed via the FBI, the CIA back in the 50s, is still running extremely strong. There's so much fake news out there right now that it's unbelievable. I had multiple friends contact me this weekend. Is this true? Is this true? Is this true? Is this true? And I had to walk them all off a cliff and say, no, 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 this isn't true. Now, a lot of times, alternative news sites post fake news. You think, well, why do they do that? Well, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't answer the question as to why they do that. I try to vet every single thing that we post. But I asked Jeff Rents a few months back. I said, Jeff, why are so many alt news sites posting fake stuff? And he said, it was very succinct. He said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said, you know, basically, Ted, it's clickbait. They're trying to get their numbers up to look better on Alexa or any of these other rating boards because these people are charging advertising based on clicks. And so the more clicks and the more click-throughs that you get on your website, the more you charge for advertising. Hence, so much of the news out there that's being promoted is fake. Now, I'm going to name some names. Now, I don't normally do this. Okay, There are a bunch of people out there that are very inaccurate on their forecasts. Hal Turner is one. Neon Nettle is another one. Benjamin Fulford is another one. Now, I'm not saying that they're always wrong. I'm just saying that they're very inaccurate. You come back and you look at it, or they come out with a lot of information that can't be vetted or verified. You know, so you got Neon Nettle, Hal Turner, and you and you basically, you know, got all these different groups that are out there, Benjamin Fulford, that just write stuff that can't be vetted. They comes they come up with this stuff that's just unbelievable. Let me give you let me give you another example. This is, this is just from the, and then all this does is this is creates fear. The F-16 that crashed yesterday in Michigan was shot down by Chinese troops who incurred the Michigan border. Reports of men coming out of boats with guns. The official cover stories that this was a training exercise. Special ops will never disclose the truth. Civilians told to stay back 4,000 feet because the jet was carrying live ordnance. Pilots still missing, believed to be captured, brought back to Canada in hiding. You know, magnitude 4.0 kilometer W west northwest of Robinson, Maine yesterday. This was an underground facility with Chinese troops that were brought in by a boat, the Bay of Fundy. The ground penetrating 30,000 pound bomb was dropped and killed upwards of 50,000 Chinese troops that were believed to be in the underground facility. China, okay, all of this stuff is just non verifiable. And I can pretty much guarantee you it's all just disinformation. And I, I, I don't know, guys, that's why we don't cover stuff like this. You know, it's all COINTEL Pro. It's all Operation Mockingbird in most cases. Now, if you drop the 30,000-pound bomb, number one, you're going to have to have a massive airplane to drop that large of an ordinance because of the weight. Because airplanes, you know, they don't carry a lot of weight unless they're like a B-52 or something. They don't carry bombs that big. So you'd have a B-52 flying over. Everybody, everybody would see that. You would see a 30,000-pound ordnance dropping out. That big of a bomb, that would be like the mother of all bombs, right? That bomb would set up a mushroom cloud. Now, it wouldn't be as big as a nuclear detonation. It wouldn't, but it'd still set up a mushroom cloud. It'd be huge. 
and it would shake the ground, I mean, for hundreds of miles. It would basically be something that nobody could hide. And there would be pictures and videos all over the Internet of people photographing the giant explosion cloud that was created, just like we saw last year in, in, in Lebanon and the things we've seen in Syria and all the bombs that go off over there. You can't hide this stuff because too many people post it online. So don't believe this stuff. Now, this morning, another clickbait thing went up, and it's so important that you guys understand this. Daily Buzz Live.com is satire. It's very important that you know this. You know, some of these posts you'll see are kids are smoking bed bugs to get high. Energy drinks contain ingredient extracted from bull urine and semen. Man spends three days in jail for wearing saggy pants to court. Okay? Well, kids aren't smoking bed bugs, and Red Bull doesn't contain, you know, weird stuff like that. But, you know, all of this stuff is being used as satire. Now, I, I loathe satire websites. I do. I loathe them. Because you first click on them, and they sound like they're real. And all of a sudden, you go, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. And if you go to the Buzz Daily Buzz Live, it says, alert, NASA confirms Earth will go dark for six days in December 2020. A major alt-news site posted this today. Okay, It's not going to happen. This is a satirical website. It's not going to happen. It says the world will remain dark for six days, completely void of sunlight, due to solar storm that will cause dust and space debris to block 90% of the sun. Well, 90% of the sun means 10% of the sun is still coming through, so why is it going to be completely devoid of light? It's all that is is nonsense. And, and guys, when you see stuff like this get posted, or any of the other sources that I've already mentioned to you, it's really important that you go back and you question the narrative and you question the story. This is satire. It isn't going to happen, and it should never be posted on alt news because it's not okay to post stuff like this because here's the problem. If you read the story, if you read the explanation of this, if it says, alert, NASA confirms Earth will go dark for six days in December 2020, it scares the holy living crap out of people. I'm just telling you. Oh, my gosh, this is a legitimate news site. And this news site on which it was on this morning is legitimate. It's a good news site. I actually get some of my stories from it. But I don't get all my stories from it because I don't do a lot of fear porn. I don't do that because it's not. it doesn't help anything. Guys, let me explain something to you. If the Earth went completely dark for six days, you know, the big percentage of the population is going to freeze to death. Just thought I'd mention that in passing. I mean, it'd be a whole lot worse than basically having space debris cutting off the sunlight. The Earth would basically turn into an ice cube. You know, I mean, you'd have a retained heat for a few days from the crust and everything else basically being warm, and then all of a sudden the Earth would just go into ice. And people, unless they were deep underground or really, really were bundled up and had a lot of wood to burn, they wouldn't make it through the six days. So don't believe this stuff. And always remember... Whenever you see a story that you think is just a little bit too far out, okay, it doesn't matter. Now, now mind you, I, admit, I listed a few people that do this, okay, that are not often very right. Go do the Wikipedia search on them. Go look at who they are, what they believe, and if you want to be involved with that. Just, I'm just being direct here. When we post stories at the Health Masters website as far as news stories, I try to vet it from three separate sources. In fact, you'll see sometimes, you'll see a particular article 
posted from three different news sources all saying the same thing. You say, well, why do you do that? Well, I do that just to prove what I just told you, that I'm being redundant with my news sources, and I'm trying to find multiple, multiple sources. The QAnon has discovered a real weak link in the United States. It has, in that patriots are absolutely desperate for good news, and they'll believe anything. I'm just being just real blunt here. And it's not that patriots are dumb. It's the patriots are desperate, okay? Because we all know that we're watching the United States dissolve in front of us. We know that this election was stolen from Donald Trump. I mean, it's blatantly obvious as the, as, you know, as, 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 as the planets were, you know, here in front of us. But we don't know what to do about it. And so we're grasping and saying, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. It's like all of these people, well, it's going to be 20,000 sealed indictments with Q, 50,000 sealed indictments with Q. And every time it doesn't happen, it goes up. 75,000 sealed indictments with Q. We're going to have 175,000 people indicted. Hillary Clinton is in prison. Obama is in prison. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not in prison. Barack Obama is a communist. He's got a guy for a wife, all right? He he basically has newscasters and reporters following him everywhere he goes. If Barack Obama was arrested, oh no, you don't understand. That's a body double they have out. The real Barack Obama's been murdered. He's been tried and executed. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. It's all fake news. We talked about this last week. Austin went into detail with Edward Bernays, the father of advertising, Sigmund Freud's cousin, Sabatain Kabbalists, Luciferians, both of them. They learned how to manipulate groupthink. And what they're doing is they're doing everything they possibly can to basically destroy the country and to create lists, I guess you could say, of people who don't want to go along with the supposed COINTELPRO narrative. The United States is being run through the intelligence agencies, through the CIA, which controls the military-industrial complex, along with the FBI. It's so corrupt to the core. I mean, Bill Barr's worth, what, $40 million now? How did he become so wealthy? All of these things are being done to destroy the republic, which Lincoln pretty much destroyed, you know, over 100 years ago, especially with the Federal Reserve in 1913 with Wilson, another communist, another weirdo, another syphilis-infected freak, and him bringing in the doggone, you know, income tax right after the Federal Reserve, getting us into World War I, trying to get us into the League of Nations. Remember, he signed, he signed off on the Treaty of Versailles which basically made Germany responsible for the entire war debt that was caused by Austria getting Germany into World War I. I mean, it was unbelievable. And, and, and our Senate wouldn't ratify it. They said, no, we're not going to do it because, you know, this is going to cause World War II. Wilson's an idiot. And, of course, he was debilitated already from the syphilis, and he died shortly thereafter. I mean, this is where we are here in the United States right now. We have a group of Kabbalists, Luciferians, who are controlling groupthink. And they've learned how to do this, and they've fine-tuned it now. And now they're using flicker rates on TV. They're using posturing on TV. They're using really well-paid actors, also known as reporters and news anchors, on TV to deliver specific messages they want you to hear. Tucker Carlson reads the teleprompter, guys. 
let us not forget that he threw Sidney Powell under the bus, along with our hopes of having Donald Trump reelected, which quite and honestly won't make any difference with our groups in Afghanistan. Trump now says he's going to basically veto the National Defense Authorization Act because of what it's doing and how it's giving China all of this military contract stuff. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, think about it. And then this is this is true news. Trump claims that China is the biggest winner of the U.S. defense bill, and he vows to veto the document. You know, when the National Defense Authorization Act was put into power after after 9/11, I, I warned everybody what would happen, and they said, "Well, you don't understand. We need this." I said, "No, they're going to continue to use this and use this and use this to continue to enslave the population of the United States." It may not be under George W., the dumb one, but it may be under the next one. And that's exactly what they've done now. And see, now we see all of this stuff. On December the 11th, the U.S. Senate passed the 2021 National Defense Authorization Act, which among other provisions include sanctions against the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline going in from Germany to Russia and Turkey for purchasing its S-400 missile defense systems. Why do we care if Turkey wants to defend itself? Why do we have the right to basically put sanctions on Turkey? It also stopped the withdrawal of 12,000 U.S. troops from Germany and stopped the withdrawal of the troops out of Afghanistan. Because you can't get the troops out of Afghanistan because why? Because they've got to protect the poppy fields. Okay? It, Trump said if the bill is approved by the Senate, which it already hasn't pushed through the Senate, the president will have 10 days to either sign it into law or veto it. And if Trump imposes a veto on the bill, it will return to the House. However, veto can be overridden by two-thirds of the House and the Senate. And in this case, it will become law. And the Senate is now saying they'll probably go ahead and pass it. They have enough votes to do that. So we are basically under siege in the United States of America. We are. We're under siege. Uh, Gene said to me this morning, he goes, man, are we ever going to get any good news? This is ridiculous. And that's it's, it's true. It's, and, that, and that's why every time... I do a show with you guys. I talk about Jesus, the author, the finisher, and the perfecter of our faith. You know, he's the Lamb of God. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Counselor. He's the Good Shepherd. He's the Redeemer. He's Lord God Almighty. He's Lord of all. He's the resurrection of the life. He's the King of Kings. He is the Son of God. And why do I do that? Because I'm not going to have this show not give you hope. And Austin's not going to do that. And maybe that's why the show's growing so fast. I don't know. I hope so. I hope and pray that I'm, I'm actually doing what the Lord wants me to do. Right now, I feel like I'm in the smack dab middle of God's will for my life at 65 years of age. And I prayed for you guys again this morning. I pray for you every day. And you guys mean the world to me. You really do. I mean, you guys are like family to me. That's why I spent all weekend answering questions about why we ran tape on Friday. <laughs> I mean, you guys actually have that kind of access to me. I, and I, and I don't, and, but mind you, I don't mind doing that. Next time I will put it in the description, this is a tape show. I want you to listen to it. It's telling you that basically what was going to happen. We were 100% right or whatever. But guys, thank you for being so involved with us. Because, I mean, you guys are amazing to me. You guys are awake. Yesterday, the other day, Austin was walking in Target. He can tell you the whole story. And he was getting something with his wife. And she insisted on going to Target to get a mattress thing or whatever. And basically, somebody came up to Austin and said, Are you Austin Brower? I recognize your voice. And, and basically, you know, the world is listening, guys. We've got people all over the country, all over the world, all over the world. Say, I say, I say hello to you guys all in Ukraine and China and Russia and Australia. All over the world, Germany, listening to the show right now, 
that means the world to me, guys. It does, because at least, <laughs> at least, I'm telling you, we're not going to have six days of darkness this month, you know, from doggone space debris. At least I'm telling you guys the truth, that Jesus is the answer. This is the day the Lord hath made. We shall rejoice. It doesn't matter what they throw on us. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad. And because the Lord tells us, Jesus tells us to think on the good things. Why? Because it's the energy field that creates a better reality for us on this planet. It really is. It always remember, it doesn't matter what these clowns do. It doesn't make one bit of difference. We're just passing through. And our hope will be in eternity. Because once you accept Christ, from that point forward, you live forever. How wonderful is that? And again, let me say something to you. Do you really think if Joe Biden gets in that we're going to pull the troops out of Afghanistan or out of Iraq or out of Syria or out of Lebanon or out of Somalia or out of Egypt? No. No. Nothing's going to change. Do you really think we're going to get rid of the Federal Reserve Bank if Trump gets back in or Joe Biden gets in? No. None of that's going to happen. Do you really think that we're going to have massive income tax reform? No. Do you really think with either one of these two candidates we're going to have a balanced budget? No. Okay, you can't have a balanced budget when you're borrowing money, by the way, because the interest is never printed. You balance the budget, you start pulling the M1 money supply down, you better put the country into a giant recession, depression. Bill Clinton saw that back in the 90s. You can't pay off the national debt and you can't balance the budget as long as you're borrowing money from the Fed. It's impossible. That's Keynesian economics. You can't, you can't do that. You've got to borrow money to continue to inflate the money supply in order to continue to allow growth. This is Keynesian economics, and it doesn't work because it does what we've done right now when you get massive, massive debt and inflation over a period of 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. The fact that we're still clicking along after 100 years with the Federal Reserve Bank is a testimony to the founding fathers who built the republic and capitalism. That's it because any other country that wasn't capitalistic – would already have collapsed like Russia did. That's what people need to understand. So yes, we still have the greatest country in the world, but we've been shanghaied. We've been hijacked by the military-industrial complex, by what happened in 1947 with Roswell, by what happened when the OSS became the CIA, what happened when we started growing heroin, poppies, in order to basically fund the military-industrial black ops back in the 50s. And when we did Operation Mockingbird and Operation Gladio and Operation Condor, all of these things have come back to bite us in the butt. That's a fact. When we allowed prayer to be taken out of school by the Sabbatean Kabbalists who were already running our country in the 60s and allowed Roe v. Wade in 1933 to get passed to kill 60 million babies, which again was done again through the communist agenda. You know, I watched this movie this weekend, and it was a good movie. It's an old movie with Bruno Hare, and it was Spencer's Mountain. It was, it was great. It was a great movie, but all it did was push college, 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 college movies in around 1960. And this boy wanted to go to college, and they all had to go into debt and sell everything they had to send this one kid to college. And it was pushing the college narrative so hard. Why? Why was it doing that when communism was absolutely running Hollywood and still does back in the 50s and the 60s? with the Red Scare. Why was, why was it pushing college? Because they knew these were good kids from a good home. And they were pushing them to go to college because the Frankfurt School had already come in from Germany in 33. We had millions 
of Russian communists coming into the United States and infiltrating our educational systems, being credentialed and teaching people socialism and communism and breaking down the moral fabric of society. We already had that happening. That was already going on in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s. And they wanted to push more and more people and more and more children into the communist social engineering doctrine of the university systems. That's what that movie was doing back in the 60s when it was done. And it was a great movie. And it was very, very clean. The problem is you got to look at the underlying motive of why they were doing certain things. Now we have children, adults, that are going out and borrowing hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans in some cases with the hope of never paying these back, with these notes being defaulted, bumping up to 18 24% interest. They cannot be bankrupted. It's, feudal, it's a feudal slavery is what it is. And now we have literally millions and millions and millions of kids right now that are basically locked into that feudal system. They can't get out. It's unbelievably horrible when you stop and think about this. And yet we're still pushing kids to go to college. All kinds of ways to make money. Start an air conditioning system company. Start an engineering company. You know, you know, learn how to repair things. Become a plumber. Become an electrician. There are all kinds of trades in which you can make really good money and have a really good lifestyle without going to college. Just letting you guys know that. And to go to college and major in basically women's studies or black history or women's history or gay and lesbian <laughs> studies, it ain't going to get you anywhere, guys, but a bunch of debt. Well, I've pontificated long enough. Austin, what do you think, bud? No, that's, as well said, I've had, had this conversation with many people, and I've always, whenever I talk to younger kids, I always try to instill that in them as far as be very, very careful about debt. You know, if, if you're going to college or there's something you're really trying to pursue and it's a, you know, it's a, a degree in a field that's going to be consistently needed and you have to take out a minimal amount of debt, you, you can make that work. I know people, you know, they've, they've taken student loans out. They'll take ten or $15,000 tops, you know, for a four-year or something like that. And it's something that's still feasible when you get out. But I had, I had a friend of mine, I've told you guys a story before, a great friend of mine in college. And... um he went there, he went to the same school I went to, Southeastern, and he just got just completely and totally encumbered with student debt. He just got signature happy, what do you call it? I mean, he just started signing notes, constantly signing, constantly signing, constantly signing student loans, and even getting bigger chunks of the student loans that he would live off of. Went and got his car all tuned up, put a bigger turbo on it, basically had his apartment, didn't have to work. I had a great lifestyle in college. <laughs> and uh, when he got out, he had $117,000 in student debt. $117,000. Now, he graduated at the same time I did, 2008. Yeah, so me and him graduated about five, six months before the complete and total meltdown on Wall Street with the giant housing boom. And the thing that was rough for him is when he got out of college, he basically got into real estate. <laughs> so he got a four-year degree to go into real estate, which, as you guys know, you don't have to go to college at all to be a realtor. That's why it's, it, it can be very lucrative in the middle of the housing boom to get your real estate license. I know a lot of people have made up a lot of cash doing that. Now, you got to be prepared if you're going to be in real estate. There's going to be huge booms and there's going to be huge busts all the time. It's going to be up and down. So as long as you can manage your finances, you do all right. The problem is you got into real estate and the housing market completely and totally melted down. And uh, last time I, I haven't talked to him in a couple of years, last time I talked to him, though, they already had a judgment against him. They were basically trying to garnish his wages on anything he made. It was bad. And like Dad said, the issue runs into, man, is 
it, it's a black hole. With the fees and the interest and the reoccurring fees and interest, you end up to a point where you're literally at some point, you reach a point where you're paying nothing but interest. It is physically impossible to pay down the principal unless you get a huge chunk of money. And a lot of times people don't understand at a younger age how difficult it is to acquire a large net worth. I mean, you gotta, you gotta really make some decent cash and that's what drives me up the wall when I see over 50% of Congress and Senate seats are held by multimillionaires. A lot of people don't realize that. Over 50% of congressional and Senate leaders and Senate individuals are multimillionaires, most of which very, very wealthy multimillionaires. I mean, you got Dianne Feinstein out in California. She's worth like $85 million. You got Nancy Pelosi. She's worth $135 million. But yet she goes and runs up a $70,000 yearly liquor bill on taxpayer expense on her private jet flights multiple times a week from California to D.C., you kidding me? You have a net worth of $135 million and the American taxpayer has to fork your $70,000 liquor bill because you're a drunk? I mean, does anybody else see a problem with that but me? And that's where we have reached ourselves. And that's exactly what that said. The country's been hijacked. And you have individuals now who are pretty much all elitist. They're all globalist. They're all banker boys. And they're in the positions, the primary positions of power in the United States. And that's why we have ourselves in the situation we're in now. And it is, it is a testament to what the republic was and how long it lasted. And one of the reasons, too, is the work ethic in the United States. The United States works. I mean, this, this is, uh, I mean, if you want it, you can pretty much achieve it or acquire it if you want to work hard enough for it in the United States. And there's not a lot of countries you can do that in. And that's why they're trying to break the back of the retail industry right now in the United States. This is why you go along a lot of places now and everything's for lease, for rent. Places are shut down. And now you have these blithering idiot governors that are completely and totally out of control trying to shut everybody down. That's why I've encouraged everybody. I continue to encourage everybody. Don't shut down. Nobody has the right to tell you you can't work. This is all social engineering to bring in the socialist ideology and mindset and break the back of the work ethic of the United States of America. That's what this is all about as far as shutting down all these businesses. There's no protection. There's no safety. There's nothing. The entire corona scam is exactly that. It's a scam as far as what's going on with it. Is there a real virus? Yes. Can you get sick? Yes. Can you get sick from a whole lot of stuff? Yes. And it's funny, I've talked to so many people that have tested positive for COVID. I mean, friends, customers, people I run into, and majority of them have told me if they've been moderately healthy and fairly, you know, middle age. You know, a few people I know, like I told you the other day, one of our customers, she was in her 70s and she had some underlying health conditions. She was in the hospital for a couple of days. She's been hammering the CND, bounced back. And the majority of the people that I've talked to, though, that have actually tested positive, like legit, they say, dude, if I didn't know the scare and all the terrifying fear porn that CNN and Fox and the mainstream media puts out every single day. If we didn't know about that, we literally would have thought we got a freaking head cold, you know, a nasty head cold for a couple of days. That's it. And I'm like, really? I'm like, that's what, that's what, really? This is what we're dealing with here? And now, if you guys have seen, this is big. This November 27th, this is, you know, two weeks ago now, 
a highly respected group of 23 international virologists and microbiologists and related scientists have now published a call for Eurosurveillance to retract the January 23rd Drosten article. And theirs is a peer-reviewed study. Now, let me give you a little history back on this. You guys have all heard of the PCR test. I've talked about it. Dad's talked about it. We've talked about the issues with it. Well, I found out, and now these guys have brought to light the complete and total scam this PCR test is. On January 23rd, 2020, January 23rd, beginning of the year before this stuff went mainstream, a scientific journal called Eurosurveillance of the EU Center for Disease Prevention and Control, Dr. Christian Drosten, along with several colleagues, published a study claiming they had developed the first effective test for detecting if someone had been infected with the coronavirus, identified just days before in Wuhan. The news was greeted with immediate endorsement by the Director General of the WHO, Tedros Adhanom. The RT-PCR test basically had spread via WHO worldwide as the most used test protocol to determine if a person might have COVID-19 in the entire world. Now, we know that. That's the PCR test now. It's what everybody gets tested for. Now, what's crazy about this is... These 23 international virologists and microbiologists have now published this study and demanded this be retracted from Dr. Christian Drosten. They accused Drosten and cohorts of fatal scientific incompetence and flaws in promoting a test that does not work. The paper established that Drosten's PCR test for the Wuhan strain of coronavirus had been adopted with extreme haste and never peer-reviewed before its publication by Eurosurveillance Journal. The critics point out that Corman Drosten paper was submitted to Eurosurveillance on January 21st, 2020, and accepted for publication on January 22nd. By January 23rd, the paper was online all over the entire world. Incredibly and officially, the PCR test recommended by the WHO and the worldwide test to determine the presence of the Wuhan coronavirus was accepted, the PCR test was accepted on January 17th, before the paper was even published. They already have the WHO in Geneva on January 17th accepting the PCR test without the study even being published. Now, here's something that a lot of people don't even really realize now. This year's been so crazy. The critics point out that Drosten and his co-author did not disclose a glaring conflict of interest. Both were members on the editorial board of the Euro Surveillance. On January 21st, when they released their study, there was a world total of six deaths contributed to the COVID virus. Six deaths. So they ask, why did the authors assume such a daring challenge for public health laboratories while there was no substantial evidence at the time to indicate the outbreak was more widespread than initially thought? Certainly nothing suspicious or improper here, eh? Revelant to know if Drosten, the Merkel chief scientific officer for COVID-19, Germany's de facto Tony Fauci, gets a percentage of each test sold in their global marketing agreement with Roche. The total number of coronaviruses infected have simply been added each daily to increase a global total confirmed cases. Borger reports identifies that they call the 10 fatal problems in Drosten's paper of last year. January, and it goes further. I'm not going to, it's a very long article. But essentially, what they're saying here is the PCR test is a complete and total scam. 
It was brought out and put forward before there was even even remotely a pandemic or alleged pandemic. There were six COVID deaths, allegedly. And now what they've done is this PCR test has been used specifically and solely for the purpose to increase the numbers, to scare the populace, and to continue to make sure the COVID cases go up and up and up and up. We've been lied, my friends. We've been completely and totally lied to. There is no pandemic. There is a virus that's floating around. Is it even COVID-19 or whatever they want to call it? I don't even know anymore, to be honest with you. I don't even know if we don't have the flu floating around again. They just released it and changed the name of it and rebranded it. Isn't it funny that in California, the entire state of California, confirmed flu cases for 2020, there's been 36. 36 flu cases in the entire state of California. So that tells you right there what in the world is happening. And now we have this vaccine that's being rolled out. You guys saw on Friday... Basically, the, one of the lead directors in the White House told, told the, the head of the FDA, you basically approve the vaccine by Pfizer or your resignation needs to be on our desk. Basically, you approve the Pfizer vaccine or we're firing you. That's how corrupt it's gotten now. And now we see AstraZeneca has now taken a step further, and they have now filed a lawsuit on an individual who basically sued them for the horrible side effects that he experienced during the vaccine trial. So you get this straight. <laughs> the world, the new, new lawsuit filed by the world's largest vaccine manufacturer, Serum Institute of India, and associated with pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca, seeks to take a step further by attempting to set a precedent that vaccine manufacturers can actually sue those that have been harmed by their faulty prod- products. The litigation filed in an Indian court is a countersuit what was filed by one of the volunteers who participated in a trial study for COVID Shield. After participating in the trial study, volunteer flagged several neurological and psychological symptoms just 10 days after his first injection. Symptoms resulted in severe memory loss, lapses in all cognitive functions such as reasoning, changes in personality, and balance. A legal notice had been sent to ICMR and AstraZeneca and Oxford University to stop testing, manufacturing, and distributing this vaccine after numerous people had basically come ill after they got the vaccine. The plaintiff filed a suit after the notice failed to receive any response, got no response. So then <laughs> AstraZeneca files a countersuit worth $13.5 million for defamation that alleges the volunteer's illness had nothing to do with the vaccine whatsoever. The plaintiff's attorney said the countersuits amounts to nothing more than a full attempt of intimidation. And even now, before the rollout has taken place, the public is already being conditioned to accept the accountability the lack of accountability is commonplace. Even on October 11, 2020, Wall Street Journal published an article titled, People Harmed by Coronavirus Vaccines Will Have Little Recourse. And they made it very clear in almost all news articles that the vaccine will be covered under the vaccine policy as far as there'll be no liability to vaccine manufacturers. So you have to ask yourself the question, if this thing was rolled out so hastily with this PCR test in January that we know does not work, it's completely faulty by their own account. We now saw the fastest rollout of a vaccine in recorded history. We also saw an RNA-style vaccine that has never been approved by the FDA due to their own words stating, we do not and cannot understand the long-term complications from an RNA vaccine. They've never allowed it even for human testing. 
ever. And now, after eight, nine short months of talking about a vaccine, it's been rolled out and approved by the FDA. Now they're trying to come in and say, if you don't have a vaccine, you're not going to be able to do any of this stuff. And if you get hurt by the vaccine, you basically have to go to court and try to settle claim that you actually got injured. Now you have Bill Gates going on CNN last night saying that, you know what, until everybody's vaccinated, we have to keep lockdowns in place for the next 12 to 18 months. He said it's nothing short that we need to have at least four to six months of all restaurants and stores closed and shut down. He said that on CNN next 12 to 18 months. Now, it's funny. I don't hear him volunteering to give away his tens of billions of dollars that he allegedly has to companies and businesses and retailers that are out of business. This is a complete and total overthrow of a republic. And then you throw the complete and total blatant theft in right in our face with what happened this election. And so many individuals and so many courts refusing to even acknowledge what happened, even when we have video, video evidence of people sending all the ballot counters home at 1 a.m. in the morning on surveillance camera, and then pulling out suitcases underneath a table and starting to unstack and stack up ballots. That obviously, by the way, I don't know if anybody's got the memo, transporting ballots in a suitcase is not protocol whatsoever. This is a complete and total theft of the United States, and that's why it's so important. Everybody has to start sticking together and standing up right now. Yesterday I went into Greenwise, and large percentage of people didn't have masks in there yesterday. Didn't have masks on. Everybody was very, you know, very casual about it. You can see a lot of people are starting to wake up about this. A lot of people are starting to stand up. Businesses are starting to open up. I talked to an individual, uh, an email the other day. They told me now in Canada... They're about to be shut down in their, her, uh, his area of Canada for an entire month now. Locked down again in Canada. Locked down. This isn't just the United States. It's not just California New York. They're doing this globally. And until the American populace and the global populace start standing up and stops just standing in their puddle of fear and stop shaking, they're going to continue to do this. And that's why I've encouraged everybody. Stand up. Stand your ground, open your business, and take off the stinking mask. Be free, be awake, be an American. The time is now, my friends. There is no there is no second chance on this. I'll tell you that right now. There is none. It is our responsibility right now to take a stand for what's happening. It's our responsibility to keep our immune system strong right now for what's happening. It's our responsibility to keep our family strong and educate our children and raise little Americans and get them off the stinking iPad every single day and stop allowing them to be fully indoctrinated by the school system. If your kids, if you don't have the ability to homeschool, if you don't have the ability to have them in a private school, I get that. If, it, if something's going on and they're still in public school, but then it's your responsibility, my friends, listen to me, to make sure sure you're teaching them about history. Make sure you're teaching them about truth. This is not accidental. These things that have happened over the last 15 to 20 years that have sped up at an unprecedented rate after 9-11 have not been coincidence whatsoever. And I promise you, if we don't stand up now and take the mask off and say, no more, no more lockdowns, no more shutting our businesses, we're staying awake, we're staying open. They're going to keep pushing the narrative and keep pushing the narrative and keep pushing the narrative. There are too many of us to control, and they can't hang us all. If people start standing up in unison together, we can make a stand in this country. Because, guys, when it comes down to it, it's all about consent. Are you going to consent 
to what they tell you to do? Are you going to consent to shut down your business? Are you going to consent and shove a muzzle on your face because they told you to? Or are you going to hold your head up proud and say, no, absolutely not. You do not have my consent. That's where we have to stand up for this right now, Dan. You know, Austin, that was really, really well said. I, I couldn't have said any of that any better than you did. That was A++. And, you know, we have to understand that when we see somebody who's not wearing a mask, we need to reinforce that. We need to thank them for not wearing the mask. I know Austin yesterday at, at Target told the lady that he had met who heard him on the radio, thank you for not wearing a mask. Guys, there are only a few of us telling the truth out here. You know, not running on fake news and clickbait. I mean, <laughs> just be blunt. I can't be more blunt than that. And, and you know, so it's just so important that we all encourage and support one another. I pray for you guys every day. I told you that earlier. I want to thank you for getting your multiple vitamins from us. I want to thank you for getting your immune system strong. I want to thank you for praying for Troy. Troy recovered from the corona. He had a fever 105, unbelievably sick for four or five days. He had it bad. But he's doing well now. Steve's broke. He's doing good. Taking supplements. Never had to go in the hospital. Here's the thing, guys. It's so important to understand that the coronavirus, like Austin said earlier, or whatever it is. I mean, we don't know what it really is. They named it that. You know, this stuff is real. I'm not going to – we've never told you it wasn't real. But what we've told you is that your immune system can handle it, provided you don't have a comorbidity. You got I told you I had a good friend of mine who's a medical doctor refused to put his mother on vitamin C intravenously. She died, you know, back in August from coronavirus. And so all of these things are happening everywhere, and we have all of this fear porn, especially on Drudge. Oh, please don't watch it to go to Drudge anymore. It's just not a good website, guys. Not anymore. I don't know what the heck happened to that mess, but it's almost all anti-Constitution, anti-Trump pro-mask, pro-coronavirus, pro-yuck. Go to Zero Hedge. Zero Hedge, go to the Health Masters website. You go to the websites that you know are giving you good info. Really important, by the way. Good article today from the Burning Platform. I like the Burning Platform. And he quotes Aldous Huxley. And I'm going to read you part of this. I'm not going to read you the rest of the article because it's too long. He goes, within the next generation, I believe the world's rulers will discover that infant conditioning. There we go. Theta brainwave state. Tell all the little kids that it's okay to be a boy or a girl, and narco-hypnosis, basically using drugs, are more efficient as instruments of government than clubs and prisons, and that the lust for power can be just as completely satisfied by suggesting people into loving their servitude as by flogging and kicking them into obedience. Did you hear what I just said? The lust for power can be just as completely satisfied by suggesting people just suggesting people into loving their servitude as by flogging and kicking them into obedience. In other words, if you really care about other people, you'll wear a mask. You'll love your servitude. We're not going to beat you, but we're going to make you wear a mask. And so you become more and more and more enslaved, and you forget what it is to be a human being. By the way, Pope, the wicked one, the compromise one, the Operation Condor one that sent so many of his parishioners to death during Operation Condor in the 60s and 70s down in Argentina has now joined the Rothschilds and megabanks for inclusive capitalism. Oh yeah. 
Pope Francis and the Vatican are doubling down on the deep state push for globalism and technocracy, forming a highly controversial coalition for inclusive capitalism that brings together crony megabanks. That was, that's be, that would be all the Rothschild banks. Big business, that would be all the agricultural businesses and all the pharmaceutical businesses and all the military industrial complex businesses. The United Nations, another Rothschild owned organization along with most of the big businesses. And the Rothschild banking dynasty. The Rockefeller Foundation, which is another Rothschild, Rothschild banking dynasty, and other key institutions of the global elite. Wow. They're just coming right out with it now, guys. Think about this for a second. Inclusive capitalism. All the big crony banks are run by the Rothschild. All the big businesses are owned via BlackRock and other subsidiaries and other investment houses by the Rothschilds. The United Nations completely and totally run by the United by the Rothschild banking cartel. And, of course, the Rothschild banking dynasty and the Rockefeller Foundation. All of it, Kabbalist controlled, all of it. And here we have the Pope just jumping right in the middle of it and saying, we're going to go ahead and have a Kabbalist controlled world through all the banks and all these mega corporations. Kleptocracy, so they want. I mean, unbelievable what they've done. By the way, the, um, they're supposed to vote today as far as the electorates, as far as Trump or Biden. You know, we have, we have more fake news coming out now, and I believe it's fake news, saying that the folks now from the Electoral College are going to go ahead and vote for Trump to be in the White House, and they're going to bypass Biden because of the election fraud. And again, this is somebody else, so I'm not going to mention their name anymore, who said this, because every time they come out with something, it's just another lie. It's somebody who basically is another deep state operative as far as I'm concerned. Somebody else who basically is another co-intel pro, Operation Mockingbird, on the CIA's payroll, as far as I'm concerned. But that's why I'm not mentioning any names, because we're making some pretty strong accusations here, because I don't believe for one second that's going to happen. I believe we've got ourselves a mess, a big mess. We've got a compromised judiciary. We've got a compromised CIA. We've got a compromised FBI. And the boys from Mossad, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein and all the cronies. Yeah, just Lane Maxwell. Oh, yeah. All of these little agencies that basically run the governments through these secret societies, yeah, they're definitely in control. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks for praying for us. I'm glad you can. Hope we got pray you guys had a great weekend. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And the thing we always have to remember is one of the issues that we've gotten ourselves into is, and it's our own fault, and this is why I continue to encourage everybody. That's why it's our responsibility now to take our country back. I would much rather deal and look at Trump for another four years than I would that bumbling buffoon Biden, because you already know as soon as he gets in, he's going to hand the reins over to Harris. We already know how that's going to go. And just the fact that I, I can't stand listening to either one of those people speak. But remember, Trump's the one who's pushing this Operation Warp Speed still. Don't forget that. So e either way, it's going to go sideways. But again, I'd, I'd rather deal with Trump than this, these two other buffoons. But besides the point, that's why I said it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to stand the ground, stand our ground. And this is why it's so important that people continue to stay prepared. You continue to stay physically fit. You continue to exercise and eat clean. And you continue to make sure your body's functioning properly. One of the biggest lies that we've ever had pushed on the American populace as far as in the health community is that you need drugs to stay healthy. You need drugs to fix you. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some drugs out there and some pharmaceutical compounds out there that can absolutely save your life in an emergency. There, I'm not questioning that at all. There are some incredibly amazing compounds and stuff out there that can do great work. The problem is the medical industrial complex – 
Rolex got way ahead of themselves and got real greedy. And that's what we've seen now over the last 40 to 50 years. It's the, it doesn't matter if it fixes a problem. It doesn't matter if there's even a need for it. They just want to make sure they continue to make money. That's why the United States expenditures on pharmaceutical drugs topped $500 billion last year. Half a trillion dollars just in pharmaceutical drugs in the United States. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, that's, that, that's a gigantic industry in of itself. I mean, you're, you're topping huge industries with that, that level of market cap, that amount market value in one year. But again, this is what they've done. And they've lied to the American populace into thinking, you have to go to the doctor all the time. It was funny. I was in the barber shop on Saturday getting edged back up. And, you know, I know everybody in there. It's a local barber shop. And most of the guys in there, they're all uh, Puerto Rican or Spanish. Great guys. I mean, they're the real, really cool guys, do great work, um, really talented. And, you know, I've, I'm very vocal when I go in there. So, you know, about a week ago, I was in there, and I was just rattling off about what was going on with this vaccine, talking about, you know, the Bell's palsy, talking about the death, talking about basically coming out and saying, it's hit in the U.K., if you have any severe allergies, you don't want to take this vaccine. I mean, and I'm, I'm giving, I'm sending them articles, I'm sending them facts about all of They're like, golly, so I come in there on Saturday, and it's, it's hot when I go in there. Everybody's going off about vaccines. And I mean, they're, I mean, absolutely not, not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And so it's funny, Daniel, my barber, he goes, well, Austin, he goes, how do you deal with it? He goes, I know you, you've told me before, he goes, you don't, you've never gotten shots and you don't vaccinate the kids. He goes, well, how do you deal with your pediatrician when you bring the kids in there all the time about them getting shots? And I said, well, I take my kids to a pediatrician, they're healthy. And he looked at me funny and he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, generally ask yourself, do you go to the doctor just to go to the doctor every six months? He's like, no. He's like, I never go to the doctor. Said, Why are you going to take your kids to the doctor every six months? He's like, well, I want to make sure they're healthy. I said, can they tell you they're healthy? I said, especially when, once they're old enough, once they're three, four years old. I said, do you know if they're sick? Yeah, I can tell if they're sick. Do they act horrible? You know, they got an ear for this or that. I said, yeah, they, they'll, they, they'll tell you they're sick. I said, you want to go get a checkup every three months? I said the entire context, the entire mind manipulation of the pediatricians telling you you have to go get your checkups every three and six months is designed to do one thing. It's designed to put you in the pharmaceutical and medical industrial complex. I said it's a revolving door. It's like a merry-go-round. They want you to come in so they can try to find something that's wrong. If they can't find something that's wrong, they inject them with six, seven, eight, nine, ten vaccines, however many are on the roster for each time. If that doesn't make them sick, <laughs> then something long-term from the side effects from the vaccines will cause issues, including eczema, allergies, ear infections, swollen lymph nodes, swollen adenoids. I'm, I've watched it happen. All across the board, I've watched it happen. I've watched kids that have been literally the healthiest babies. I mean, gorgeous babies. They go in for a checkup. They go in, especially the 18-month one. The 18-month one is rough. I've watched it happen numerous times, six months and 18 months. If I can give you any advice, defer those vaccines as long as you can, even if you're going to do them. You do not. The immune system in the body doesn't even start to develop until you're a year, year and a half to two years old. The context of injecting compounds like aluminum and aborted fetal tissue and mercury into children when they're six months old is downright lunacy. Completely. It's nuts. And the fact that so many individuals go along with it because, well, the pediatrician told them to do so. That's why I say, don't listen to me. Do your own research. 
My goodness, do the research and come in informed and educated if you go to a pediatrician and know what to say and know how to stand your ground. Because this is designed to do one thing and one thing only, to keep the children coming in the door of the doctor's office over and over and over again. Remember, healthy people aren't repeat business in the pharmaceutical industrial complex. Healthy people don't generate hundreds of billions of dollars. Healthy people do not have to go to the doctor, nor do they have to basically ask for medications. Healthy people are alert and awake. Healthy people is what they don't like. Healthy people are one of the biggest threats to that model, and that's why I tell my son, he goes, why are these people wearing masks? I said, well, apparently they're not healthy. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, if you're sick, you wear a mask. I said, are you healthy? He goes, yeah, I'm healthy, Dad. I said, so you don't wear a mask? He goes, no, I don't wear a mask. I said, there you go. Problem solved. Easiest way to explain to a four-year-old. If you're healthy, you don't wear a mask. If you're sick, wear a mask. Boom, done. Simplified in 10 seconds. <laughs> My friends, thank you for the continued emails and support. I got a lot of emails over the weekend continuing to try to answer them. I'm deluge right now with them. So thank you for that. Please be sure to check out the website. Sign up for a free weekly newsletter. We're st- we started the 12 days of Christmas. You guys saw that every day for 24 hours. Different product goes on sale. Check it out on the website. Really cool. We try to do it to encourage people to look at different stuff in general. And if they want to stock up on some stuff during Christmas time, especially stuff like vitamin C and D3, and they go on sale, I encourage you to do so. Keep your immune system strong. Keep your head on a swivel. Stay alert. Stay frosty. Thank you for the support. I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow, as always. Have a blessed night.